Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. A shooby-doo-wah-wah to you and yours from the Growing in Grace podcast. Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski here. I'm Mike. He's Joel. And it's good to have you with us. Growingandgrace.org. That's a link you can share with people and it will list all of our podcasts with the newest ones first. Growingandgrace.org. Scooby-dooby-doo. I think of the Flintstones when I do that. There was a Flintstones episode where there was some guy on there. I don't know if he was some musician or what, but he would. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Wow. (laughs) That goes back. (laughs) That goes back. I'm a a Flintstones guy through and through. Definitely. Born and raised on the Flintstones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Secretly, I kind of had a crush on Betty Rubble, but that's (laughs) true confessions. The good old days of cartoons. My crush was um, Smurfette. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, on this podcast, over 14 years worth, you know that we're going to be talking about some things that we've talked about before. And what we try to do, well, we don't even, I guess we don't even try to do this. So let me take that back. We don't even try to do this. But just what we do is that we will often come at things that we've already talked about from a different angle. It's just naturally how our own study comes across. Cap, how you look at the Bible and, and studying and, and and how I do it too. We talk amongst each other, not when we're recording, but like just in general daily life, sometimes we'll talk or like before we're recording, we'll talk or we'll send emails to each other. And, and we just look at things and, and we see things, things stand out from the scriptures. And so we've talked, of course, about the law of God a lot. And we've recently, it just seems like we've received a lot of correspondence about the law and various aspects of it and how as believers, for one thing, as Gentiles, which most of us are, we may have some Jewish people with a Jewish background in one way or another, but most of us are former Gentiles, non-Jewish people having come to Christ. And as Gentiles, The law never actually was meant to play a part in us coming to Christ. We were far off. We were not part of Israel. The law was not given to us. We just thought we're just on the outside. There's no way. The Bible says that we were without hope and without God in the world. (laughs) And sorry, too bad for you Gentiles. But in Christ, we've been accepted. We've been brought into God's family, not into Israel, but we've been brought into Jesus Christ, into one new man. And there's so many different directions that we can go to, uh, with this, but with some of the correspondence we've we've received, we just thought we would kind of uh, tackle some of this law talk and how it was the, the law was the dividing line that kept Jews and Gentiles separated. It was taken out of the way so that we could become this one, you know, part of this one new man. And I don't know, we'll just, we'll see how it goes. Cap, I don't know if you have any place in particular you'd like to start with this so so deep of a subject this is tough this is tough to know where to start i think i will wait on sharing any kind of social media posts or comments or anything that i've read 
some of them weren't even necessarily aimed at me. It's just stuff I've seen. But the typical thinking out there in a place where there's covenant confusion, where people are trying to blend old and new covenant together or portions of it, you know, the church world, we, we don't take that entire law and mix it with grace. <laughs> and I know we've done a series on mixing law and grace, and, and we're going to talk a little bit more about why the law it has no place in the life of a believer. We, we, we've got to double down on this a little bit more. And, and I think it's a little bit sad that we have to do that, but it's important that we do it because like many of us, including Joel and I, we've been exposed to that type of teaching, that type of mindset, that type of doctrine that kind of has a, a mixture of old and new covenant stuff blended together into the Christian religion. And we want to try and help people get free from that because you talk about a lot of double talk, double standard, hypocrisy, confusion, inconsistency in the whole belief process. There's just all kinds of things that are getting thrown around out there. And, and, and you know, you can take verses from here. Oh, Jesus said this and Paul said this. And you can pull out these verses and try to make a case for them. But it's being done quite often anyway, out of context. So we want to try to help people through this. It's a little bit sad that we have to do it. But unfortunately, it's so prevalent in the church world and really has been uh, really even since the beginning of the church. So it's it's not really a, a new thing. It's been going on for a long time. And the, the, the grace movement isn't a new thing either. That's right. been going on for a long time. You can read about it in the Bible. Right. Um, so, Joel, <laughs> why don't we start with this? How much time do we have left anyway? <laughs> well, six minutes have gone by so far. So Okay, so we're, we're getting close seven to or, halfway. Seven or eight. Thank you for telling me that, <laughs> uh, Joel the timekeeper. Um, if we were a band, I'd be the drummer. Can I, can I go here? Ephesians chapter 2. There's so many places we can go. This may take us uh, a while to get through some of this stuff. So let's stay with it. Uh, let's ride the wave here on the surfboard. Ephesians chapter 2. Paul is talking about, and I'm going to start with verse 11. And you know, Joel, for many years of my Christian life, the things I knew most about Ephesians was chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, or maybe 8, 9, and 10. Uh, and those are good verses, talking about how by grace we've been saved through faith, and that's not of our own doing. It's a gift from God. It's not the result of works. No one should boast. That's good stuff. Created in Christ Jesus. We are his workmanship. And I heard that over and over again. It was one of the talking points that we would use. And it's good stuff. Uh, but I didn't hear much about what Paul was saying after that. Again, in context here, he said, remember that at one time, you Gentiles, so here we are, what you were just talking about, Joel, which is over 99% of the world, non-Jewish people, is who Paul is addressing here. You Gentiles in the flesh who were called the uncircumcision by the circumcision, meaning the Jewish people called you the uncircumcision. They also call them some other nasty names. He said, remember that in verse 12, remember that you were at that time, at that time, you were separated from Christ separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers to any of the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. That was your state. That was your position. But now, verse 13, Ephesians 2, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off, you were once far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one, both Jew and Gentile, he has made us one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility or an enmity 
by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, therefore making peace, and might reconcile us both, Jew and Gentile, to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility or the enmity. So let me summarize this before I get you back in here, Joel, (laughs) before the program ends. Oh, these go by so fast. Um, The dividing wall that kept us alienated and separated from God and from Israel without a covenant and without hope, without God, What was this dividing wall? What was this barrier that Paul was referring to here? He says it. I read it. It was the law of commandments expressed in ordinances from that first covenant. That was the dividing wall. So if we want to keep, we Christians, if we want to keep trying to rebuild the wall that Jesus tore down, that's going to keep us in a place of alienation and without hope and without a covenant. Why would we want to do that? It's it's the tearing down of the law. Every jot, every tittle, every commandment, all 613, even those written on stone that God engraved all by himself, every single one of them known as the law together under the old covenant, the dividing wall, Jesus tore it down. And in another place, Paul said it was nailed to the cross. We don't want to bring that back in. We have no relationship with that old law. It was not something that we want to have in our lives. Um, And so I wish there was more I could say about this right now, but I got to get you back in here, Mr. (laughs) Breeze. Well, we'll we'll spend some time on this uh, beyond this podcast, so we'll have time. But yeah, there is so much good stuff to get into here. And like you were saying about that dividing wall, it was the barrier. And believers today will want to say, well, we need some of those laws, but Right here, if if we understand the law, I think one reason why Christians want to bring law into our lives in crisis because they don't necessarily understand the law. And like you said, people who only know Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and 10, but don't read beyond that, what we're reading here, what we're talking about here, you may not understand, but Paul is talking about the law. It was that middle wall of separation. It's what divided us. Jews and Gentiles were divided. Gentiles were kept out of the family of God because of this dividing wall. It was meant to be a dividing, a separating wall. It was the middle wall of separation. And so if we want to add some laws back into our lives in Christ, what again was the law supposed to do? It was supposed to separate us. We think somehow that By having the law and by trying to keep the law, we're being made close to God. But what the law was meant to do, Paul again, you you said it, Kat, it's Paul who said it. You are telling us that it was Paul who said it, not you. It's not me who's saying this. Paul said it. The law was the middle wall of separation. It's what divided us. It's what kept us from God. So why do we want to bring one law back into it? Never mind all 613. It was the middle wall of separation. It kept us from God. But on the other hand, we who were once far off, why were we Gentiles far off? Because of that wall of separation, because of that barrier, we have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. It's by the blood of Jesus. He himself is our peace, verse 14 of Ephesians 2. He himself is our peace who made both groups into one, Jews and Gentiles, and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the enmity. 
which is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, that in himself he might make the two, again, Jews and Gentiles, into one new man, thus establishing peace. Why do we have peace with God? Because he himself is our peace. Jesus himself, by the blood of Jesus, that's why we have peace. That's how we have peace with God. That's how we have been brought together with the Jews, not into Israel. We were not grafted into Israel, but we were placed the two groups, Jews and Gentiles, were placed into one new man, is what Ephesians says here, one new man, and that is Jesus Christ himself. I mean, we're just scratching the surface here, but setting a little bit of a foundation for this law talk. The law, 613 commandments, not just 10, not just ceremonial, not just sacrificial, not just the 10 commandments. All 613 commandments make up the law, and that was the dividing wall of separation and it had to be torn down, nailed to the cross, in order for us to be brought into peace with God and into this one new man. And, you know, sometimes we'll get questions about when we talk about these the differences between the covenants, the old covenant and the new covenant, saying that they are completely different. Some people will say, well, hey, God never changes. So people think that these two covenants blend together. Well, we'll talk about that next week. God doesn't change. He himself said that he doesn't change. However, <laughs> the covenant changed. So we'll talk about that next week right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.